Hello internet peeps and welcome to a special E3 recap of uh, Escape from SideQuest. I'm Joe Dubs. And I'm Andy. This isn't just an E3 recap. This is the return of Escape from SideQuest. This is, uh, we, we, we've been focusing on movies and a couple other things. And honestly, video games have been real slow. But when E3 rolls around, video games get fast. Yep. There's a lot to talk about. And we're still working on a new format, which uh, would be launching after my two-week break, which I explained in big trouble, but now I'm explaining here. I'm going to be taking a two-week break and then coming up with a format and everything, and then we will be back in full force on video games because I have a PlayStation 4 Pro and a lot of shit got announced uh, for the summer for Nintendo, which we will get into uh, later on in the show. I guess we'll get to it last, right? Yeah, because that is the last conference. The best conference. The last, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, has there, have you been playing anything, Andy, lately? No, not tons. Um, what have I been playing? Oh my gosh, it's been so long. I know, uh, I just, a few, a few piddly little Switch games. I went to a video game, like, tournament. Um, a friend of mine ran smash uh, smash smash brothers and he also ran uh, uh dragon ball fighters and Mortal Kombat 11 but i didn't participate in those i did okay i won no i lost one round went to the losers bracket won one round in advance but the round i won was against zach so <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody knows that uh, i suck at smash so yeah i uh i'm mediocre at smash but i went to an event where people who are good at smash come specifically I, I just went there to like you know enjoy it and the experience and stuff And there were a lot of nice people there and i honestly there wasn't anyone there that sucked everyone was interesting i liked meeting everyone everyone was friendly and watching people who know how to play fighting games will always be super entertaining mm -hmm. yeah going to like a i i also like watching uh fighting game tournaments uh evo is coming evo is up. great yeah i always watch some of evo when it's on yeah that's coming up soon i think it's june they usually do it probably we are in june maybe july <laughs> it's coming soon i know that they usually do it in vegas and i sometimes they do it in japan also uh but let's get into some e3 um quickly i want i haven't been playing anything by the way so i've been watching more movies and tv shows than anything um e3 really disappointed me <laughs> and this e e3 disappoints me every year I, I i i promised myself that when we did this i wasn't gonna be a huge cynical fuck the whole time mm -hmm. so i'm sorry in advance because i'm gonna still try to not be one i'm on record saying i think e3 is like you know every time someone's like oh we're not gonna be at e3 i'm like good for you yeah you do it you just do stay to play and directs and that's fine there's some good stuff that came out of E3, but no, I'm right there with you. This E3 sucked. It was boring. Um, a lot. It was an E3. A lot of people like were because I, I after every conference I would go to like kind of funny or giant bomb and all that stuff, and even like Twitch streamers because they were also doing it too. Where I just wanted to see what they were gauging, and usually when people are on streams or are doing their YouTube thing, they kind of over exaggerate to the point, and be like, "Oh, this is so amazing and stuff." But I'm like, uh, "Not really." There was there was one really good thing about this E3, and I'll say this up front: no one horsed around with like, "Oh, we have a performance by this band you don't care about." Oh, we're gonna there's gonna be two songs from from whatever andrew wk while rage plays on the screen for no reason mm -hmm. it's like i don't i don't fucking care about this i don't even hate andrew wk that's fine but don't do it during your press event that's not why i'm watching this and this year i don't think anyone did that thank god they all just look we know you're here for games and that's that's a theme we're well, gonna talk about some over overarching themes for e3 this year and this is one that i want first besides the whole we're ditching oh we're doing a musical act they just want to talk about games a lot of guys specifically microsoft and a few other people are like we know why you're here you're here to talk about games we're going to show you some games and that is a huge turn from where we were i'm going to say like five years ago or more mm -hmm. because everyone wanted their console to be um the home entertainment center the xbox 
one one place for everything and even before that like the 360 the ps3 we got netflix we got hulu we got you can rent movies um uh, you can watch tv through playstation whatever the name of that service is they're always wanting to talk about all that shit at e3 and everyone always had the same complaint i don't give a fuck about this right now i want to see games that's what e3 is about this year that seems to have finally landed as far as i can tell some companies uh, some, some companies you're right some companies still still you know jerked off too much ubisoft when we get to ubisoft i got a lot of shit to say to ubisoft and i usually like ubisoft yeah they were the ones that, that oh there's gonna be a tv show yeah that's like, not a video game ubisoft i don't fucking care about that bethesda too a little bit but at least the stuff they talked about was video game adjacent mm -hmm. but that seems to finally be landing companies are understanding e3 is when we want to see trailers of the big games you got I, I want to buy your hardware, but you're going to sell me hardware based on the games you have, not based on, oh, you can use it to watch Netflix. I can watch Netflix on my fucking microwave, I'll bet. I don't <laughs> care about that anymore. you got to show me some games. Yeah. So in that way, e E3 is more tolerable than it has been in the past, but tolerable and entertaining are not the same word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so let's start off with a i guess kind of hardware-ish streaming-ish um google stadia had their little uh direct video kind of thing to youtube I, I forgot they called it stadia connect i think it was on youtube i missed this completely like i kind of i know it exists and that's about it so mm -hmm. give, me, give me the bullet points give me the the stadia the, the the three minute pitch all right well they kind of announced uh like uh, baldur's gate 3 which was interesting no yeah that i did see like that, that got pulled out and you know all the D, &D shit that i follow on facebook and reddit was talking about that i'm excited about that so. <laughs> yeah they kind i think they, i believe they started it that way where they're just like oh baldur's gate 3 and i was like oh that's interesting cool tell me tell me more so you know they explain finally uh what are the like price points and stuff and you know what is the tiers that are going to be happening there is a free tier by the way uh because you can play with any controller on your uh google stadia account uh but the problem is is you know you're not going to get the free games that they put in their library um uh, and I, before we get into that, um, their second tier to get a uh, the free games and everything to get a Stadia account is nine ninety nine a month. And at the beginning, I was like, "That's pretty cheap." For I was like, "That's kind of Netflix uh, ish." It could be. What are you getting for your ten bucks? Um, you are getting whatever free games. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's a bunch of, like, Android stuff, Bejeweled, uh, yeah. Peggle. Yeah. And um, you are getting 4K and 60 frames per second if your internet can make it, which is uh, 30 megabytes per second. If you have that internet, you're pretty good for 4K. Up to 4K, I should say, up to uh, mm -hmm. on games. Um, I was looking for the three-minute pitch. Come on, you gotta, you gotta hit me with the big stuff. But so far, uh, I'm bored of Google Stadia. Like, it just, I don't, I'm I've not, said it before, you and I, I don't think we're the target audience for this. No, and I'm not even done yet. There's a Founders Edition. Uh, I know, it, that's the one that has hardware with it, right? Yeah, it gives, they have this Google Cast Plus bullshit that you put in your TV. You get the Stadia controller. You get two accounts, so like, let's say if I bought this, I could give you an account and say, hey, you're part of Stadia now under my account. I could not use it. Yeah. And then... There were a few... Some people mentioned some other stuff. Like, I remember at the Square event, they were like, yeah, Avengers, it's going to come to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Stadia. And I was like, oh, okay, so Stadia is a thing that is on people's radar, at least. Like, game companies. Yes. But you still have to pay for the game. Yeah. Oh, so I'm still confused. Like, if you get the Founder Edition and you've got you're paying ten dollars a month or thirty five dollars a month, whatever the fuck. So, do you still have to buy the Avengers? Yep. 
then it's worthless. And this is kind of, we're, we're kind of going to jump around, but Ubisoft has their uh, subscription thing that they're doing called uh, Uplay Plus. Yeah. I think this is what the company is going to be doing now. That every, there's going to be like an Activision Plus of, uh, you have EA Origin and all that stuff. Sure. Where you go, uh, I really like EA, so I'm going to get the EA Origin where I pay $15 a month. And I have access to all their games that I can stream through Google Stadia. On top of that, I also have to pay $10 a month to Google. Which is stupid. You could get the free version and do that, I hope. Kind of, but I, here's another thing. is like the Founders Edition, you get first dibs on usernames. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Now instead of being uh, no scope kill it 420 blaze it, you could just be no scope kill it. Oh, awesome! Yeah, and like here's the they were like, oh, and by the way, you get this game when you pre-order Founders Edition, and I'm like, oh, what, what game could this be? It could be a big game, any game that's coming out right now, and it's Destiny 2. That says it all. That says it all right there. That says to me what Google Stadia is going to be. Mm -hmm. now, I'm ready to move on. Whatever. Who cares about that? So I put this as garbage. And Sorry, I'm being a cynic again. A, a big-ass big F for me. I, I cared so little about this. And, like, after it was out, you were like, Google Stadia was stupid. And I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. I should get caught up on that. And I never bothered to, so... I assume it's garbage. I don't... <laughs> well, here, my initial thing was, I was like, wow, $9.99 is pretty cheap. And then, like, I was like, all right, what's the library going to be like? And I'm like, do I get all these games for $9.99? Because I'm thinking to myself, this is going to be like Netflix. I could just go in there and stream any game I want to play. Uh, not any game, but any game that they get in their library. I was like, oh, Google, they got a lot of money to throw around. Yeah, and... and... I mean, we could see... They could be doing the, uh, the the stream it service equivalent of, of all the controversies surrounding the Epic Games Store. Mm -hmm. But they what got more money than Epic Games? That's for sure. They're fucking Google. But what's funny is Game Pass and PlayStation now is more of a Netflix uh, uh, of video games than Stadia itself, which is pretty sad. Yeah. I don't know. Well, let's move on. We're gonna move on to some more garbage. Uh <laughs> yes, please. Uh, we're gonna move on to EA. Uh, by God, this conference every year puts me to fucking sleep, and... I, I don't think EA has ever had a good conference. I don't think so either. I, but, that being said, EA kind of puts on the kind of conference... Sorry. ...that I... What was that? What are you doing? I had to open something up real quick. Okay, but EA kind of puts on the kind of conference that I would expect a little more. Um, just show me a bunch of trailers. But hmm. there's still a bunch of people out there talking and talking about how great they are and all oh, this last year we oh we got and then oh, we're gonna have FIFA and all oh, just shut up. throw the show the FIFA trailer and then move on. Yeah, I will give them uh, credit. Uh, they do this thing now where the developers come out and talk about their game. Uh, last year they had this girl named Andrea do it, uh, and she does what's good games on YouTube. Um, she was really nice. She's she's really good at her job doing host. Uh, she got sick this year, apparently. With, she had to go to something for a doctor. And um, she substitute Greg Miller from Kind of Funny to do it. And if anybody knows who Greg Miller is, he's, he screams a lot. And, <laughs> and he he's like a hype machine in a way. And um, when he was bringing out the developers he would ask him a question and then he would just start screaming and so be like you want you want star wars Wah! and like he would talk to the crowd and not let the developers talk about their game i cheated on this one i didn't watch the full event because mm. I, I was at work when it was on i just came home and i said ea press event what was revealed and i just kind of watched like all the trailers individually so i missed that mm -hmm. Thank God, it sounds like something I would have hated. Yeah, so it was really annoying. Uh, how we're going to be breaking down each conference is games that we want, games that we're on the fence about, and what's the worst thing about the conference. I uh, I didn't adhere to that exactly. My my uh, I've got everything broken down. Uh, want you know stuff that oh yeah I'll get that. 
uh, stuff that's neat, stuff that's interested. I'm interested in stuff I'll watch. Uh, like it's not necessarily I'm on the fence about it. It's just I want to see more before mm-hmm. I decide. And then I just put dumb stuff that was dumb that I didn't like that I don't care about that I think was a waste of my time. Yep. So games I want, I put none. <laughs> uh, games that I'm on the fence about is the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, it looks interesting. Uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, the Force Unleashed mixed in with like Uncharted and stuff. Uh, Before you reveal what the dumb stuff was, um, I'm kind of right there with you. This is the only time I broke the rules because I got want and I got stuff that I think is neat. And right on the line, like directly over the line on my paper, I just wrote Star Wars Fallen Jedi question mark mm-hmm. because I'm kind of I'm kind of there with you. Like it looks good. But man, EA, people say, oh, I've gotten burned before. EA fucking threw me into a burning building several times over Star Wars. Yeah. EA, I don't think EA can be trusted with the Star Wars license, but this is a single player game and it looks like it's good and the developer is good. Like the the, the developer who's making it is... Respawn, yeah. Yeah, Respawn is good. So that's that makes me a little more excited. I really like that it's like, it looks a lot like, um, I just said like, but... 30 times i suck um <laughs> it looks similar to uh force unleashed in a way until you're fighting like those jedi hunter guys and then it's almost a souls like in a way I-, I wish they would play that up even more so mm-hmm. and uh, the game's pretty i like that the main character seems to have a personality that's really important because he like says little things and yeah the droid he's got is cool so I don't know, it's like, like I said, it's neat, I'm interested, I want to want it, but if EA wasn't publishing it, it would be a lot easier to Yeah, and I feel like they're going to do like a whole bait and switch kind of thing, where just like, hey, this is Star Wars, but then go, yeah, but you know, you got to get this deluxe edition if you really want to. Yeah, I'm waiting for that too, but honestly, I think there was such a huge shit show over um, Battlefront 2 loot nonsense and you gotta grind for 30 hours to get Vader and all this other stuff I think maybe they may have learned I they are beholden to their shareholders they're gonna make as much money as possible but their shareholders read the news and I'm pretty sure I think their stock did take a hit in uh after uh, what was it uh, that, that uh congressman in Hawaii I think was talking about loot boxes mm-hmm. and they brought it up specifically and I think their stock took a hit after that so hopefully it came they got the message Quit acting like a bunch of shady pricks and just make a good game. Yeah, but the problem with that is they came out with a free-to-play game called Apex, uh, and it brought their stock up because people were buying their stupid characters and stuff. I mean, it's fine if if they make a good game that's well put together and they make money off it. That's that's for, that's what companies are supposed to do. I guess apparently Apex is a fun game. Mm-hmm. Good job. They didn't like completely fuck it up, and that's a good idea. So tentatively all right uh you know i'll i'll wait and see i'm gonna pay close attention to the star wars game but i can't get excited yet yep uh the worst of this conference uh, and this is gonna be a theme for some of the conferences they spent way too long on old games like they talked about battlefield 5 on their new uh, maps and stuff and then they talked about apex legends their new character for a good 30 minutes yep and you got to say, come on, guys! Like this is E. I must said EA. This is this is E three. Yeah, <laughs> people come to this conference wanting to know what they're going to be getting for Christmas or next year. They don't care. If you want to release that info, do it during E three, not at your conference. This is a big stage, and I understand the want to advertise, but yeah, they got to dial it back. So I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Um, too much old stuff and I mean, fifa they, just, they don't have enough <laughs> and if you don't have enough don't do a press event you know don't waste our time but that's fine uh, oh after EA. Uh, no but before we move on fifa now they're gonna be the new fifa is gonna be coming out on all systems but switch is gonna get like a a legacy uh game and if anybody knows what legacy is is uh, you're not gonna get the new features that a PlayStation or an Xbox or a PC is gonna get. You're just gonna get an old version of FIFA with updated roster. 
So like, let's say for example, there's a mode that's going to be in the new FIFA uh, that's in PlayStation, Xbox, or PC. You're not going to get that on the Switch because EA is being lazy and not making a game for the Switch. So they're just going to be porting something and slapping an update on it. Retarded. But uh, I gave EA an F. What do you give EA? <laughs> oh, I didn't grade them. I, I gave EA a board. Okay. Let's move on to Microsoft, which is a little positivity. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, this is the most entertained I've been on Microsoft, I think, in years. I think if Sony was there, I think Sony could have uh, gave them... Uh, they they, they might have been ranked lower and possibly been more conservative in a way uh what they were releasing but phil spencer came out and he he even said it in the uh, giant bomb interview after all the conferences is that this is what we're going to be doing it's more games 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 and you're going to have sony fanboys being like well there's no exclusives they're working on it we're on the last gen uh of Gears and Halo, but that's all they ever had. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Outer Worlds, which is oh, the... And Forza. Forza Lego. Yeah, and then Halo down the road. Um, it, it's pretty simple at this point. X Xbox has taken the L on this generation. They are gearing up for uh, Scarlet, which is the, uh, which they announced in the, the conference of their upcoming console. Um, I put Project Scarlet solidly in the neat category. It's like... Honestly, new hardware from Microsoft, my interest is very low, but the fact that the next generation of consoles is going to be using solid-state drives and some of the other stuff they talked about, mm -hmm. um, I have to admit, it's a little hypocritical because all I want to see is games, but I was very interested to hear all their talk of, oh, no loading screens, oh, blah, blah, and it's just buzz and just nonsense right now. They don't even have um, a physical concept yet, but I think they're on the right track. They're mm. saying stuff I want to hear, which is completely opposite of what happened last time. When they were talking about the Xbox One, they were talking about all this uh, digital-only, games are locked to console, uh, stuff like that. And it was all stuff that like no one wanted to hear, even though in hindsight some of it could have been good. It's It was all stuff that, like, oh, that's awful. I, I don't want an Xbox One at all. And when I hear stuff like that, I am like, oh, I'm going to pay attention to Project Scarlet. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is... Uh... I texted you after the conference and I was like, man, this really wants me to, uh, really makes me want to get an Xbox One X. And it still really does. I made a decision. I had a debate in my head. Uh, I think eventually I am going to get a, an Xbox One X because of how powerful it is compared to a pro. Uh, but right now, since my birthday is coming up next week, I, um, debated to myself and I bought, and it's in my house already. I chose PlayStation 4 Pro over Xbox One X right now because of the exclusives. And when you think of Sony, you think of God of War, you think of uh, Spider-Man, Death Stranding, Last of Us. They have a, a lot of single-player games. Xbox has a lot of third-party support, but I do like Gears of War. I do like uh, Forza. Uh, Horizon, not the the other one. Uh, and I do like Halo. Because, you know, I grew up on those games. I had the original Xbox. So, I don't know. Like, it really got me interested. And I really do love their Game Pass. I think their Game Pass is so much better than PlayStation now. Yeah, I quickly beat the idea out of my head. But for a moment, I was like, you know, if you got Game Pass and just bought a console, I think you'd be set because it's the end of a generation. Mm -hmm. I think you could really play a lot of the best stuff. Um, but I kind of talked myself out of it. I can see myself buying an Xbox One one day. They're neat. They're mm -hmm. a good piece of hardware. But I think it's going to be more like I'm going to pick one up super cheap one day when they're like kind of clearance because Project Scarlet is out or something. Because yeah. I still want to play uh, Forza Horizon. And yeah, I like Gears, so help me God. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm right now I'm having the debate in my head. Uh, do I want to shell out the money for X, or do I just get an S? Because, you know, I could play Gears and all that stuff through the Game Pass. And, I, I mean, 
I'm not a sucker for 4K. I do have a 4K TV, but I have the Pro now. And it's not going to match up to a One X, and I know that. But again, the games are more on PlayStation than Xbox. But games that I want in Microsoft are uh, Gears 5. <laughs> and you're going to laugh because I, what really put me over the edge was using the Terminator in their new mode called escape where you uh have to bomb the, the locust that seems really cool mm -hmm. and i really love the camera work that they did uh to go under the stage and it looked like all the locust shit that they were uh the swarm uh i just like the the set that they had on the conference and i and i like that there was a wwe superstars there xavier woods aj styles and uh uh tyler breeze they were doing like a an escape uh, gameplay, which will probably be on YouTube on Up Up Down Down, which is Xavier's uh, YouTube channel. Mm. But uh, I really like Gears Four, and Andy, if you never played Gears Four before, it has a real good story. Um, I just played one, two, three. Yeah, four is amazing, and uh, if you have a reliable PC, uh, you probably could be able to play it on PC. Yeah, maybe. I'd rather use a controller. I wanna, well, I mean, I can plug up my 360 controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, 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 it continues that story, which had a cliffhanger in, in Gears of War 4. And, uh, you know, the, the multiplayer, obviously. But what really caught my eye was Obsidian's The Outer Worlds. What do you think of that? Eh, it looks okay. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't bring back to, like, Fallout uh, New Vegas kind of stuff going on? It just looked like another game to me. I, again, I'm trying not to be too much of a cynic, but I mean, like I said, Microsoft was more entertaining than usual. Um, it's multi-console, so it's not exactly giving it to Microsoft, but the only thing that I want, and I said this last year, Cyberpunk 2077. We talked a little bit about Keanu Reeves, so I won't go back into that, but it was really exciting. He came out and he was like, oh, I'm seeing it too. And it's like, oh, that's fucking weird, but okay. And that trailer they showed, was really cool and uh, I love everything about Cyberpunk 2077. Everything else, it was like, like I said, uh, Project Scarlet, neat. I'm interested. Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 coming to the Xbox. That's yeah. I was excited about that. Everything else, eh, who cares? Boring, boring, boring. Shooter, shooter, shooter. Um, Halo and Gears, I can't play. Who cares? Yeah. But, you know, it's got to be said though. Um, the, one of the franchises that has the most consistently great E3 trailers has got to be. Their trailers are always fun. Mm-hmm. But fucking... What was that R.R. Martin game? Uh, oh, fuck. What was it called? Uh, it's from him and uh, the director of Dark Souls. That's interesting, but they didn't show anything. All they did was say it exists. So, fuck them. Was that an exclusive, or is that going to be on other systems? I'm guessing other systems. I would guess other systems. It's just there's a lot of... Um, there was a lot of like where are we going to announce this it's got to be with microsoft because there's no sony and a lot of these companies don't have their own press event Fano mm -hmm. you know, does not have their own press event so that's why there was a dragon ball trailer middle microsoft thing and stuff like that um cyberpunk 2077 got a release date by the way april 14th uh which i I truly believe they're going to delay until Scarlet comes out. Uh, I don't know. That's that... what I thought. I, I think this is going to be a split generation game, you know, kind of like Metal Gear Solid 5 or whatever. It's going to come out on the current gen consoles, but it's going to be another version that comes out on the next consoles that looks even better, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Yeah, because when Keanu Reeves was revealed in that trailer. <laughs> I had like a, I marked out a little bit because I'm like, oh shit, and then he came out on stage, and I was like, that's that's awesome. Uh, we're not going to go into a deep detail, it just seemed like he was having fun, you know, being there. But yeah, Microsoft was fine, it was effective, I guess. Uh, they got me interested in their hardware, which is not something I would have seen happening otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, one game I'm on the fence about, where I'm kind of like looking, uh, it was the... Uh, Bleeding Edge, the one that kind of looks like Overwatch, made by Ninja Theory. Oh yeah, the the ensemble guys, whatever. Yeah, it looks interesting, but I need to see more. I have a feeling that's going to be heavily microtransactioned, so that's probably one thing I'm just not going to be into if they do re reveal that later on. Mm. What I have worse is a nitpick. 
and you put it as, you know, you can't wait to see it. But I hate how they made Scarlet talked about. And they made funny, and they made funny. They made fun of Sony for doing that when they announced, uh, they talked about the Pro. And now Microsoft is doing that where they're talking about Scarlet instead of showing the console or, or what what is going to be happening in the future. I thought that's what you were most excited about this year is the new hardware. No, I'm more happy. I wanted One X. I was happy about the One X. But I am happy for Scarlet. But I, my thing is I need to see it. I, I don't like it being talked about. I understand like 8 teraflops and... Uh, it's going to be 8K gaming and all that shit. Cool. I, that's what I was expecting you're going to do since the One X has 6 teraflops and it supports 4K nat natively. Just don't talk about it. If you don't want to... That that could have been said in a press conference. Not a press conference. Just, uh, just, imagine, just imagine a big, boring-looking black box and it's going to have like a white or blue or green light on it. And then imagine the controller, and it looks kind of like an Xbox One controller, but slightly different. There. That's what it's going to look like, I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm being, a little, like I said, I'm being nitpicky because I want to see it in action. I don't want it to be talked about. If you don't have anything to talk about it, you could just say to the Wall Street Journal just how uh, Nintendo is dealing with their... Uh, <laughs> with their supposed leaks of the mini and the new version of switch uh being brought to the wall street journal and you know that's getting hyped that way and instead of just you know talking about it at your conference it's like cool i get it that's what's coming but i really want to see it and i understand they're not showing their hand yet because sony's not showing their hand so that was my worst part of it but i gave i was really happy with microsoft i gave it a c plus i guess i gave it a eh. <laughs> got your eyes on microsoft though yeah i mean i was uh, i was solidly in the 360 camp but this generation just i've never really wanted an xbox one that bad so now it's playstation 4 i it just goes to show i'll go to where i think the best hardware is the best mm -hmm. exclusives are the best services um controller whatever what was next uh this is where we go downhill a little bit again <laughs> uh we're gonna go into the bethesda um i just want to say off the bat uh and i'm gonna say it for the worst this was a paid crowd or they invited people that are pro bethesda speaking of themes from e3 this year this happened a lot i think bethesda was the worst of it mm -hmm. i was looking into this a lot of them have um like saved seating at the front of the stadiums for employees yeah so the people who are at the front are like uh employees of id and bethesda and these other studios and stuff and so of course they're like playing up oh this is our stuff uh, and I don't know, maybe they were even like, you know, they'd been drinking or something, who knows, but man, the crowd at the Bethesda E3 event was fucking tools, all of them. Oh my god, it's annoying. They were cheering Fallout 76, which is by far the worst thing that Bethesda has ever put out and supported poorly. And, you know, people were cheering Todd Howard, they were wooing him, and I'm like... That, that, that was like... I'm sure I think you're right like they, they might have even like paid people to be in the crowd they're like look this is going to be a really bad event if if we let just anyone come in and react the way that real gamers would really react to Todd Howard and Fallout 76 mm -hmm. um, they're still trying with Fallout 76 they have so much money in it I get it I would like to see Fallout 76 get good they announced um, NPCs and storylines for it Thank God. I kind of, I begrudgingly put that in my neat category just because I already own the game, so fuck it. Maybe it'll be good. And Battle Royale. <laughs> I, I don't care about that. I, the, I ignored that part. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it's, the, their crowd was so annoying and it made watching it so cringy. Yeah, I was watching it at work. Because... It happened at Square, too. Square's event had that going on, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Um,. Yeah, it was really annoying. Uh, I will say some games did catch my interest because uh, Doom Eternal is there. That's it. 
Doom Eternal is in my want category. It always is because the first Doom, Doom 2016, kicked ass. That is the best first-person shooter to come out in the last decade. And best soundtrack, too. Oh, my God. I have it on vinyl. It's great. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that was it. Doom Eternal looks awesome. I put Wolfenstein Youngblood and Neat. It looks neat. Uh, I might play it. It seems cool. And um, Deathloop looked interesting. Um, it, looks, it looks... It's a game. It looks I, gimmicky. But there's no... Like, they just explained what's going to happen, and that's it. There wasn't, like, a lot of satisfying gameplay or anything like that, so... Mm -hmm. Other than that, like, this was another snooze fest where they would... Boring. They would the same games. They talked a lot. And they do. Bethesda loves to hear themselves talk. They love the taste of their own dick. And, you know, I don't want to get into it. It's, it's political. I won't get into it. Uh, I think Bethesda had the lowest point that I saw for the entire conference. And that's when they were talking about that stupid Orion stuff. We don't care. We're not shareholders, you idiots. I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah. Why, why were they talking about that? Like, I think when they were talking about it, I sent you a message that was like, are they serious? Why are they doing this? I, I, I truly don't know. And because of the crowd that they had, which is, I, I think they cheered that too. I think they really they cheered. Did. They did. That, that was one of the times that like I became blatantly aware of how stupid and ridiculous that crowd was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Bethesda sucks. I mean, Doom Eternal was going to be good. Um, that can be trusted, but everything else just kind of. Eh, they had a me. they had a Japanese uh, lady get memed, and that's about it. Like, oh how adorable she is! But I gave Bethesda a D because of Doom. Because <laughs> I I gave it, I gave it a fart sound. Fart sound, it's sweet. Uh, let's quickly talk about Devolver. Um... <laughs> oh my god, it's the best! I fucking love Devolver. Their press events, I look forward to it like I look forward to a movie now. Like, I, I was, like, thrilled that Devolver was coming on that night. I could not wait to watch it. Yeah, uh, I like how they reference a lot of 80s movies. Uh, Robocop is one of them. Um, I love how they make fun of E3. Oh, they also referenced uh, Videodrome. That was a deep cut. I was like, ah, nice, nice touch. <laughs> yeah, it's really unique on how they do it. There's a lot of gore. <laughs> so if you're really squeamish on, like, blood and guts and stuff... Oh, my God, don't fucking watch it then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the games they announced were, like, pretty cool. Um, uh, my friend Pedro, still excited about that. It comes out, uh, like, next month or something, or soon. Um, what was that one where you're, like... It's like a reverse horror game. Oh, uh, Carry like, On. Carry On, yeah. It looked neat. That looks pretty cool. Like, all the games they announced looks fun and novel. And none of them looked samey or boring, which is the, the biggest distinction from the other events. Also, because it's so blatantly entertaining. Like, it, it really is like watching a short movie. It's cool in a story, and, the, and it's got actors in it acting, kind of, sort of. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I loved it. The Devolver Digital is always great. I give it a, a yeah, awesome, woo! Yeah, I, I really want to carry on. I like the reverse horror. Um, games on the fence, none, because I, I really just want one game. Uh, and there, there's nothing worse about this. They had a fun conference, and I gave it a C minus. So, there you go. I gave it a um, Ubisoft. Mm, I. More boring, more same, more. Holy shit, are you really spending time on this? Um, they're spinning uh, that uh, uh, player versus event or player versus um, PVE event from last year from Rainbow Six off into a game. That's awesome news. Other than that, I don't know. Ghost Recon looks okay, I guess. Um, I really like Ubisoft. I like their Tom Clancy collection. Uh, I do like Watch Dogs and all that stuff. Uh, games that I want, Watch Dogs, uh, The Legion, is something uh, you could play everybody. I like that concept somehow. It's going to be interesting on how they tell a story where you could play every fucking NPC in the game. Um, I really like Ghost Recon. I liked Wildlands, and I will like uh, Breakpoint, I think. Yeah, like I said, that one was, it's in the neat category. Like, oh, that might be Games on the fence, uh, I will say none, because <laughs> I don't care. And by the way, Just Dance is still being produced on the fucking Wii. <laughs> How is that? The Wii, like the Nintendo Wii, not Wii U, the Wii. I bet they're going to make money. I mean, the, the, the Wii has just that ridiculous install base 
that as popular as the Switch is, it still can't touch it. It's got like the Wii is the closest anyone's come to capturing that like super casual grandma market. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Ubisoft is still making money there. That's got to be why they're doing it because they they made money last time. I, I assume. I don't, I don't know. After those two games that I really want, what was worst about this was they announced a TV show that's coming to Apple. And I get and I guess Ubi it even sounds interesting. Like if I heard the show announced on its own. Oh, that sounds cool. It's that guy from It's Always Sunny, which is one of my favorite comedies. Mm-hmm. Doing a video game show. I'm on board. But why did they do it here? It's so weird. I don't know. I think Ubisoft has some money into it somehow. And yeah, they said they partnered with them, and I didn't know what that entailed. Yeah, and the story is pretty much that it seems like they're developers for an MMO, and they're going to somehow make a comedy out of it. I thought that was a shame, that it was an MMO. That sounds boring. It sounds more boring than it could have been. Yeah, and it's just like, what they did in the trailer was not funny. At all. Like... This is the guy from It's Always Sunny, and It's Always Sunny is fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> and, very. And they couldn't, they couldn't sell me on watching this, especially when I have to go purchase an Apple uh, thing, probably. So, yeah, fuck off with that. That yeah. guaranteed that. I... Yeah. Then another thing they did was stupid, uh, which we touched upon in Stadia, is the UPlay Plus, where. Uh, or who cares? Or the same. Lots of that was another E3 theme this year. All these streaming services. Microsoft spend a lot of time on it too. Mm-hmm. That that again. That's us being old, and you know that's how things are gonna go now. Everything's gonna be a cert. I honestly, I get it. If done well, it can be a big money-making thing, and all they really need to worry about is like the server space, and then they can just rake in cash. I understand why we're hearing about it, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna get excited for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, Andy. Yeah, Ubisoft, a bunch of blah. Now, Andy, uh, if I told you Sam Fisher was back, would you believe me? No. It, correct, because he's in the because <laughs> <laughs> he's in the mobile game. Uh, yeah, fucking stupid. I don't That's know. That's something else. I why have companies not learned this? We don't want to hear about mobile games either. Look at fucking uh, QuakeCon. You remember what happened to that Diablo thing? Mm-hmm. It was a laughing stock. Don't show us mobile games at E3, you idiots. And I don't understand why you would be hinting or, you know, saying, hey, Sam Fisher might be back. And then you fucking release a fucking mobile trailer with Sam Fisher in it. It it just looks like your typical mobile game where you're going to have to, you know, you play a couple of times and then you have to wait for, like, tokens and shit to play again. Fuck that shit. That's all I'm going to say. And then... Usually Ubisoft is really good when they announce, uh, and I would say sometimes announce a last game, a one more game that we're going to talk about. And another game where it just, it felt flat. It's like Gods and Monsters. It kind of looks like Breath of the Wild on the landscape and, you know, it's Greece. Done. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about that. And that's how it ended. Uh, I gave Ubisoft a D because of Watch Dogs and Ghost Recon. I gave it a frustrated grunt. <laughs> there you go. They, they got Rainbow Six Quarantine. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Rainbow Six Quarantine I'm all about because it's based off of the event from last year, which was a ton of fun. Uh, credit where credit's due. They're handling Rainbow Six pretty well. And, so. the, and the Kingsman uh, uh, operator that they had, like the James Bondish one. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. He's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. What came after Ubisoft? Square Enix, and what... okay, there's there's some meat here. Here, there's something to talk about. Yeah, what's funny is when I was writing in my notes, I put Squaresoft, and then I'm like, uh, they're not a company anymore. Yeah, not for a long time. <laughs> um, I... I gotta say, I'm disappointed in myself. Sorry, I stepped right on you there, but I'm disappointed in myself here because in the want category for this. I've got three games that like are available elsewhere, and that kind of makes me feel stupid. But uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, mm-hmm. let's just get that out of the way. Um, color me surprised. I thought that game was going to be a fiasco, but if it's half as good as it looks, good fucking job, Square. It looks great. Yeah. They showed gameplay. They showed off how Tifa looks. It is Tifa, not Tifa. Fuck you. <laughs> um, 
the music is right. Oh man, the, the, the remix of the boss theme is in it. Uh, man, I, I'm I'm excited. I before I was like, I guess I'll begrudgingly be excited about this, but seeing it like stirred up that nostalgic feeling because Final Fantasy VII is one of my favorite games of all time. If mm -hmm. it wasn't for Final Fantasy VII, I wouldn't have gotten into PlayStation. I wouldn't have gotten into turn-based RPGs. I wouldn't have gotten into like a bunch of weeaboo Japanese horseshit. Final Fantasy VII was like a big part of my formulative years and plus that game's super fun so um, i'm really excited about that what uh, what it's really surprising about this is uh they have a mixture uh it's not like uh turn-based in any way but they had like somewhat of a slowdown on the uh combat uh they have like the kingdom hearts combat or the final fantasy 15 where you kind of do like a hack and slash kind of thing and you could do spells and stuff but there's a part where you could slow down and then you could do like your big attack move and yeah. you and you could choose and i thought that was pretty good because you're gonna have those people that are like ah, i i i just want to have you know turn base but it's the best of both both worlds so there's two other things i picked up on too while watching that gameplay footage and that is um like in final fantasy 15 a game i've been i like it's not brilliant but that game is a lot of fun there's a lot of just get close do damage your party is going to do their job. You just need to like do some damage, heal if it's necessary. If you're fighting a boss, that's it. There's not a lot of there is depth. There's more depth than like an MMO, but not by much. But I noticed that like when the thing raises its tail and it's going to fire its laser, they're like get behind cover, and you the, you have to be like, oh, I'm going to get the characters behind cover. There's debris, so there's still stuff to do. It's not just get close, do damage, heal up when necessary. There's still like a few other elements to it. Mm -hmm. Plus, I really liked, I guess, I mean, of all the bosses they showed in the, the trailer, everything's got, like, a cinematic side to it. It's like it jumps around and goes to the next mode. Um, stuff happens. It looks really nice. And I was like, are they going to do that for every boss? And they showed, like, two other bosses in the trailer. And the same kind of stuff was happening. So, man, this game's going to have a lot going on, if so. And I really like teamwork. Stuff like that. They, they really try. The teamwork thing where uh, the boss grabs Cloud and uh, you could switch to Barrett and shoot his arm to yeah. break, break free Cloud. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that stuff like that makes me think, oh, this game has depth beyond it's a remake and it's pretty. Yeah. Japanese people don't know how to word things really well in English uh, because they made it... Uh, they said that this was a standalone game and they didn't specify it. They didn't say this is a standalone Midgard game until pretty much after the conference. Um, there was a big thing that this might be episodic in some way. Uh, but it, it, it technically is, but uh, they're going to be doing multiple parts. So the I, at, at first, I was really, really upset about that. And I thought it would spoil it. But at least they chose a logical place to cut off the first episode. The end of the Midgar thing. They show Cloud on the motorcycle. Everyone's favorite fucking part. Mm. They, they, uh, you see Sephiroth in it, which, you know, obviously you do in Midgar, and it's kind of like a prelude to, like, the kind of crazy bullshit that's going to happen. Um, as long as it's got to be in parts, that's a logical place. Plus, I guess just Midgar is so fucking huge, it, like, doesn't even fit on a disc or whatever, so... Yeah. Two Blu-rays, by the way. Two Blu-rays. That is... That's unprecedented. That's crazy. But I'm, I'm excited for that game. Like, of, of everything at E3, that probably ranks in the top three for me pretty handily. Mm -hmm. It's definitely... Um, I don't know. It's either that or Cyberpunk is the top non-Nintendo Yeah. Oh, and the other stuff that I'm excited about... Like I said, I'm disappointed in myself because it's all just stuff I could play elsewhere. Uh, Dragon Quest 11s, I've been excited about that for like two fucking years. I have that Nintendo. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nintendo showed it too, so I've got it under once in both, just because they both showed it off. And then the Final Fantasy VIII Remaster, hell yeah, man! Mm -hmm. I, I whined about that last year. Why no love for Final Fantasy VIII? Final Fantasy VIII's great. I don't care what people on the internet say. I love that game. Yep. Outriders look good. That it's gonna get a physical release, which is awesome because I'll buy it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Outriders looked pretty good. It had like a sci-fi, um, almost like a Mass Effect kind of thing, and I think it was from the makers of uh, shit. Uh, I, I don't know, but it was very sci-fi. 
I, I don't think they had gameplay, uh, but it looked interesting. Uh, the Last Remnant Remastered uh, is cool. That it's That's in my neat category. I was, I'm interested in that because that game, I was always uh, unhappy that I missed it. Apparently, it's really good. So. Yeah. It was on Xbox and now it's on uh, Nintendo, so which is yep. pretty cool. Everything's gonna be on the Switch. Give it time. Um, games that I'm on the fence about, and I remember texting you saying that this was awesome. I've changed my mind uh, <laughs> because I think it's really neat that uh, the voice actors are gonna be playing all these. Uh, I'm talking about Avengers, everybody. Uh, yeah, that's the other big needy thing. Um, go ahead, but. Just, just as an aside, Avengers didn't even chart for me. I think it looks plain, and I, that's not an insult. I don't think it looks like a bad game. Mm. I think it just looks like a meh. It's a game. It looks plain. It looks vanilla. It looks, it looks like every other superhero game. More, uh, sorry to use a derogatory internet trolling term, but it looks like more cape shit. I just whatever. <laughs> um, I dig the voice actors. All of them. Are in great games like Last of Us and all that crap. Anyway. Yeah, I recognized most of those names. That's that's good. Um, original story, cool. That you're not going to be repeating a comic story. This is totally going to be new in the Marvel universe. Uh, what really ticked me off was the the so-called gameplay that they showed and. Uh, it's really in-game footage of action. Yeah, what gameplay? Yeah. And apparently people that played it at the uh, E3 were still questioning. They didn't know what it was. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like it was very mixed reviews on the uh, demo that they played. Huh. So it, it got me thinking. It's like, because wasn't this like announced like two years ago? Like, yeah, well, the partnership was. They didn't necessarily say, we are making an Avengers game, get excited. They said, we have made a deal with Marvel Studios to have the license to make a Avengers game. Which everyone knew meant, we're making an Avengers game, but they didn't technically announce it. Mm. Uh, they just have to be unique. Like, I guess if it's a good story, cool, but... You know, you're you're with Square Enix. Like, you have to be unique in a way. It can't be just like a beat 'em up because you might as well just go play uh, Ultimate Alliance three on your Switch if you want a beat 'em up. Which I am more interested in. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm on the fence about. It. I need to see more. Everyone else is excited, including that fucking crowd. That crowd thought Avengers was the best game they'd seen in their entire goddamn life, but. Eh, like I said, didn't even chart for me. I didn't put it in in dumb. I, I think it, it looks fine. It just looks like vanilla ice cream, you know. Mm-hmm. Very plain. Uh, you you're gonna find funny what I put in the, the dumb and worse section. because uh, I haven't played the series yet, but I just thought the trailer was stupid on how they uh, made it. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is coming out with an expansion or a DLC, and uh, there was no voice acting. It was straight up text, and I just. I was like, wow, I'm bored. <laughs> I think that's a Kingdom Hearts thing, though. I think they've done trailers like that before. That's, it. I was like, can we just move on? Like, <laughs> this this is not interesting at all. Well, speaking of can we just move on, what was after Square? Well, I gave it a B. What did you give it? Did you give it a woohoo? Because... I gave it a, hey, okay. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's get to the best conference out of everything. Or not even a conference, just the best uh, company. Uh, that pretty much won E3 this year. Uh, Nintendo. Yeah, I'm going to sound like a real fanboy, but let me just do this because of how funny it is. Here is my want listing. Animal Crossing New Horizons, Luigi's Mansion 3, Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel, new Smash characters, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Damon Cross Machina, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Ninja mm -hmm. Dragoon remake, Dragon Quest XI-S. Yeah, I got Pokemon, Astral Chain... Uh, I do want to get Witcher 3 because apparently... How did they do that? I, I still, that still blows my mind. They got Witcher 3 Switch cartridge. And it fits on the cartridge and apparently it runs fine. Uh, that's, that's yeah. Um, Ultimate Alliance 3, which is coming out in July. Can't wait to play that. Animal Crossing got a delay, but, you know, what's great about Nintendo is they tell you we're not ready. So we need... Did you read that Variety article about why they delayed it? 
No, what was it? Man, Nintendo is the best company ever. They delayed it so that um, the developers, the, the studio making it, could have a good work-life balance. It's because Nintendo as a company is anti-crunch. They don't want to go into crunch. They don't want their workers to, like, have to sleep under their desks and work on the game to get it done at the right time. Mm -hmm. So they delayed it so that they could make it at a leisurely pace and still spend time with their families. Good for them. Like, yeah, Nintendo's the best. Yeah, and people didn't get mad about it. I mean, people wanted to hear about it, but... Ah, I saw I saw some people getting pretty pretty pissy about it on Reddit. Oh, right? fuck them, dude. Yeah, fuck them. Like, see... like, there's nothing else to play between now and... Uh, March? When did I say it's coming? I don't know. Fucking all these games that are coming out in summer and fall, like, a lot of games. A lot. I didn't even get to my, like, interested and neat category. Mm -hmm. uh, Link's Awakening, Trials of Mana, uh, My Friend Pedro, Nino Cooney is coming. To the That's really cool. Hands of Dragon Goon for me. I, I I put Mario and Sonic Olympics game because it looked interesting. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot to put Mario Maker 2, which technically they only showed for a moment. Yeah, it's coming out next week. Yeah, god. Um, <laughs> Trials of Mana, I have that as, because I never played the, the collection, which I'm going to be buying so that I... Uh, so I can know what the new game is going to be all about. Yeah, I was hoping it would be the individual games because I own the third. Yeah, I need that second one. So bad in my life. It's a collection. You have to buy it for forty dollars. It's stupid. I know it. Apparently, that's the new thing. Nintendo said they're not going to do a virtual console, and every company said, "Well, fine, fuck it. We'll just do it ourselves." So that's why we're getting. There's already a Castlevania collection. There's already a Contra. We're getting a Contra collection. We're getting a Trials of Mana collection. Um, Square's releasing all the Final Fantasies on there. Uh, uh, all we're getting all the Resident Evils. We're getting all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luigi Mansion Three looks inter interesting. Uh, Hell yeah, it does. Looks like it has a lot of Shining references in there. I don't know. Uh, looks interesting. The Gooigi <laughs> looks <laughs> looks funny. Uh, sure. Yeah, that seems it seems like a fun. I really like uh, a lot of the Mario games have been doing this, like Galaxy and uh odyssey did it too and and stuff like that something for your friend to do that isn't just straight up co-op you know yeah it's like you could control cappy or you could control um uh, luma and now it's like gooigi's a little more than that but it's like still just in select areas i like that i like that idea a lot yeah no more heroes 3 a true sequel by the way Fuck, i forgot to put that down too yeah no more heroes 3 that's in my want category as well fucking love no more heroes it's hilarious that trailer looked awesome actual chain how they deal with the other having like two characters on screen looks interesting um i need to see more of that like it didn't chart for me i didn't even put it in neat even though i kind of wanted to just because oh i'm a nintendo fanboy this, uh, it's best. but actual chain i like the the world seems interesting but i need to see more yeah i i, I just like the setting looks pretty cool it's very steampunk ish totally. um fire emblem which is coming out in july also yes. uh so that game is going to be breaking my wallet also with ultimate alliance 3 which is going to be breaking my when is damien x machina coming out again is that july uh, it's not it's not too soon i think august i think that's another game that i'm fucking excited about pokemon september is going to be impossible yeah September and <laughs> November. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I pre-ordered the uh, double pack, by the way. So really? That, yeah. Because, uh, I, I don't know, maybe more Pokemons and stuff and more uh, Legends. Uh, and so that my brother could play the other one, too. Okay, that makes sense. Um, that comes out November 15th. I don't know if we talked about it, but it looks fucking amazing, uh, the new Pokemon. Uh, a lot of people are hating on the the, the kaiju Pokemons. Uh, I, whatever, they gotta do something new. They, there's like fucking thirty Pokemon games. It just it, it looks literally like Breath of the Wild in a, with Pokemon, on how the scale looks and everything. Uh, can't wait for that. Like I said, games on the fence. I have Contra on there, the new one. A lot of people are giving hate on that Contra, but I think it looks like a fun game. That I could pop in, uh, hopefully. Hopefully. I didn't hate it. I just thought it looked eh, okay. Mhm. Mm and then pa Panzer Dragoon, which uh, you 
it looks cool, but I just need to see more for me to buy it. It's a remake of the original, and the original was fun. That's all I need to know. Yeah. And there was really nothing dumb about this uh, Direct. Uh, I just wish that they showed uh, SNES thing for the online portion that they were kind of hinting at a little bit. Eh, I'm fine. I think they will... Uh, they'll do another Direct for that. I was just sad that Reggie didn't turn up to announce Mother 3. Yeah, oh yeah, that's another thing that I hate. No, no Mother 3. And it was really weird seeing Doug Bowser there. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I like him. He seems interesting. I really like the whole joke about, look, his last name is Bowser. We're now. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get sick of that joke because we're going to see it a lot more. But, you know, for now, let's get some let's get some laughs out of it. I like that he's like, here's Bowser. And it's like the actual Bowser that's there. That mm. was funny. I laughed. Yeah, but Nintendo came out swinging. They said, uh, we understand that Metroid is getting remade again and uh, Animal Crossing is getting delayed, but look at all these fucking games coming out in the summer and fall. You guys are going to be busy. I was sad that Bayonetta 3 was a no-show, but whatever, I can do without it. Mm -hmm. Especially when we have all these JRPGs coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, I I've got plenty to do. Yep. But I gave Nintendo an A+. Uh, what'd you give it? Um, I gave it a yeah, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. And and that was the end of uh, E3 pretty much. Uh, Nintendo won. Here's here's the orders that I have. I have Nintendo, Square, uh, Microsoft, then Devolver, then uh, Ubisoft, then Bethesda, and then EA, and then Stadia. Like, the, that's pretty sad. Like, Usually when I see the past E3s, I kind of gave a little, oh yeah, you know, some games I want out of this bad company like EA or an Ubisoft and stuff, but it was really flat. Like this E3, I was like, that's it. it it's kind of like watching a WWE pay-per-view and you, you know, in the nineties where, you know, you're getting near the end, the main event, there, there there's going to be a twist, like something big is going to happen. And then nothing happens. <laughs> or something terrible happens to the point where you're like, who fucking booked this? Well, luckily my expectations for E3 were super low. And uh, that's where they belonged. Mm -hmm. You know, honestly, uh, Nintendo did awesome. They showed off a ton of games that I'm super excited about. But even Nintendo, the, uh, if I was going to criticize them, it would be they didn't really show me that much brand new stuff. It was mostly stuff I already knew about and just wanted to see more of. I already knew about Animal Crossing. I already knew about Luigi. I already knew there were going to be more Smash characters. I just didn't know what they'd be. We've seen a lot of Pokemon. We already saw Demon Cross Machina. We already saw Fire Emblem. We already saw uh, Dragon Quest. Um, they announced a new Zelda, but it was just like a teaser, which is thrilling. That's really oh, yeah, exciting. I about that. The Wild's a masterpiece. I can't wait for the game. But that was it. It was just a teaser. That's fine. But I've been saying for a while that they should just do what they did with Majora's Mask. You have a great game engine, just make a sequel. Make it with that engine. This is their true sequel, right? Correct? Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's, this is going to be a full-fledged game. It's a brand new sequel. That's exciting. So, you know, they didn't show off that much new stuff, but, you know, announcing a new Zelda, that's, that's, you know, kind of a big deal. Do you think um, Breath of the Wild... Also, it looks spooky. Yeah. Uh, do you think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be a next gen uh title like a new maybe maybe the switch too maybe they're gonna do a sequel to switch <laughs> no i don't think that at all no. you think it would be a nintendo switch yeah of course what else would it be on? whatever next thing they do i don't know no that would be stupid yeah they're nintendo is having a good thing i don't think they need to come out with a new system yet they have to they have to wait until Microsoft and Sony put out their systems first before they go in the middle of it, just how they always do. The Switch is like two years old. There's no way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, that was E3, everybody. Uh, very lackluster, but Nintendo came out on top. Um, the future of Escape from SideQuest... I think it's going to be a little combo. Um, we're still going to have like a bi-weekly schedule to it. Um, one week, I think we'll do like a a live stream where we play a video game and just chat and then the other one will kind of do like a uh full-fledged podcast in a way where we we talk things 
you know, sitting down and not being distracted by a video game. I don't know. Still working on the format, but we will be back in two weeks. Like I said, I'm going on break. Um, the only thing I'm going to be working on during my uh, little break is the Nemesis project because I already scheduled it uh, before the break uh, with Zach. We are going to be doing the bad episode where we cover... Um, Oh, fuck. Uh, Survivor, Dead Aim, and then the Outbreaks. Before we get into Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6. And then eventually 7. Uh, you can catch... Uh, is there anything you're going to be working on uh, gaming-wise during the breaks? Uh, I'll be working on stuff, but nothing I want to talk about. Alrighty. Uh, you can catch us on Podbean, which is novnetwork.podbean.com. We're also on Apple's thing and Spotify if you search Nerd Review Network. Uh, we're also on nerdreview.com, which also is going to be worked on during my, uh, my little break. That's the reason why I'm taking a break is so that I could focus all my time and energy and uh, making the site done and uh, readable and usable. Uh, and then other things is my birthday is next week, so I'm probably going to be drunk. <laughs> And so, uh, until next time, everybody, we will see you on the next official new episode of Escape from SideQuest. See you later. Thanks for listening.